welcome to service. Thank you for joining us. We are thrilled to have you with us. How are you doing? How is your family? How is it with you? How has your week been? This is the first Sunday in November and we are rolling as in the year is almost ending. How do you feel about that? So 10 months gone already and we are already in November and November is already moving with speed. So what are your plans? You know, so I'm a pastor and if you're like me, up until very recently, I would review the year in the last week of the year. And we're talking after Christmas Day, because Christmas Day is the big day, isn't it? And the 26th. And then after the 26th, 27th, oh my God, the end of the year. And you start seeing things like um, 2020 in review, or, you know, the news or on CNN. And all of a sudden it dawns on you. This year is ending. 31st night is here. Okay. So what do I need to do? I mean, I need to write a list. I need to write a list of what I want next year. I want this, da, 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 da. You know, that's how we do it. But this year I said, no, let us, and I did the same last year, start to wind down early. Let us start to reflect early. Let us start to plan early. You know, there's this saying, every, you know, that's, it's cliche, if you fail to plan, you plant. No, yes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. You know, nobody plans to fail. But it's, it happens by default. Once you leave something undone, what happens? That thing is undone. If something is undiscovered, then it remains undiscovered. Not because you didn't want to know, but you didn't take the pains. You didn't make the effort to discover that. So that is what I think, you know, we should all be thinking about this year. We should begin to wind up. We should begin to reflect. We should begin to look forward by looking backwards, which is a bit of a paradox, you know, but that's the truth. Look forward by looking backwards. You know, whenever God's speaking to the children in Israel, he wants to tell them something. He will tell them, can you remember how I did this and how I did that? And can you remember where you were and how I took you from here to here and how this happened and how this team tried to, and how these people tried to do this and how I did this? What's he trying to do? He's trying to give them a big paint a picture for them and show them a big picture. This is how far I have led you. This is, these are the things that I have done for you. Now it's time to move to the next level or to the next thing, or to the next stage. Hallelujah. So, today we are going to self-examine. It's a bit of a deep one, isn't it? You know, it's, it's going to challenge you. It's going to make you think a little bit. But I think it is important for this time of the year, especially if you want to achieve a lot. If you're at a stage in your life where you're like, I don't have time to waste. I don't have any day to waste. Yeah. Pat keeps telling me we need to do everything urgently. There's no time. There's no time to waste. If you're very, very young and you think, oh, I have the, you know, my whole life ahead of me. Great. You know, but if you're at a stage in your life where you feel now is the time to do all the things I need to do, then we have to be intentional. That's a buzzword, isn't it? We have to be intentional about 
examining our hearts. So today we are going to self-examine. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We glorify your name. Thank you. For the privilege of being in your presence. We have come to hear from you. Touch our hearts. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Let us hear you with accents clear and still. Let us know your heart. Give us direction. Lead us and show us the way that we should go. Help us, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to thank Pastor, as always, for enabling me or allowing me to use this platform. Thank everyone who made the service possible. God bless you. So today, you know, Socrates said, the unexamined life is not what we an interesting thought for surely was agnostic or atheist or something. But he had enough sense to know that a life that is unexamined is not worth living. Do you know why? Because the Bible says that the heart of man is deceitful, is desperately wicked. What to look at this deceitful? Deceitful because you know, people say don't deceive yourself, but did you know it's so easy for us to deceive ourselves? It's so easy for us to live in a false reality, which is you know, even the norm now because many people live their lives virtually on social media. You know, we build up personas we want the way we want people to perceive us, which may not necessarily be our reality. And that is, in a way, deceiving ourselves because we all look rosy, good, brilliant, beautiful, wealthy even. But we may not be. I want us to look at this. You know, when I was look, looking through this, I was shocked to see how much, how much of this self-examination is spoken about in God's word. Let us read a passage which I, I think will, will challenge us. It's Revelations chapter 3, verse 14 to 18. And this will be the only passage we'll read, hopefully. Um, Revelations chapter 3, from verse 14 to 18. And it's about the lukewarm church. And I'm sure we've read it so many times. I want us to look at it with fresh eyes today. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither hot, you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish that you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I'll vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, I've become wealthy and I have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy for me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed and that the shame of your nakedness 
may not be revealed. And anoint your eyes with ISA. Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to look at what God is saying. You know, we, we use this verse a lot, especially because of the lukewarm. You're not that cold, no fault. You're not that cold. But see what God is saying to them. You've said to yourself, I am rich, I'm wealthy, I don't need anyone, I don't need anything. And that's what happens in these um, developed countries, these wealthy countries. Their citizens feel we don't need anything, we don't need God. We're rich. We have food. We have houses. We have clothing. We have everything we need. And this is what God wants the children of Israel. When you get into that land and you start to live in houses you didn't build and you start to enjoy vineyards you didn't plant, don't forget who brought you there. Don't forget who gave you the power to make God. Don't forget where you're coming from. Because it's so easy for us to begin to feel comfortable. And it's one of the reasons for adversity, isn't it? To wake us up. It's so easy for us to get comfortable. You know, I'm rich. I have all the things I need. God says, you don't realize. Why? That feeling of them being wealthy and rich was self-deceit. They were deceiving themselves. They were not actually. God said, you don't realize. That you are poor. You are naked. You are blind. You're wretched. You're miserable. That is, you're in far cry from what you think you are. You are if that is, you're not anything related to what you think you are. Everybody else know about the Johari window. You know that blind side. You know the, the everybody has a blind side. It's a, a, a side of you that you don't realize. Is it, is, yes. So the blind is, is you don't you don't know you don't it's like your blind spot you, your blind areas you don't know that 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 side of you but people can see it or other people can see it or those close to you can see it and this was kind of like how they were because they didn't self-examine they didn't actually know they were not rich that they were not wealthy that they needed help. And God said, I cancel you. Come and buy. I have what you need. Hallelujah. They failed to self-examine. And that's what I want us to do today. Examine your life 2021. Examine your life. Many of us go by our lists. The list we write at the, at the start of the year. That is our, you know, goals. Have I achieved this? Have I achieved that? Um, has God done, done all those things I wrote on my list for, for me? You know? And then we're praying this our last, our last month's prayer. Lord, no carry over. Ah, God, you have to do this one for me. Which is good. Which is excellent. But think about all the things that God has already done for you. And think about your own responsibility, the things you should have done. God was expecting you to do. Have you done that? Have we taken responsibility for the things that God has given us? Are we where we are supposed to be? Let's look at our spiritual life. And this isn't really how I wanted it to go, but let's go there. Let's look at our spiritual life. We, 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 we pray every day. 
We go to church every week. We have Bible stuffing or Bible study or whatever. We have prayer meetings. We take notes. Do we ever, have we, okay, this year, have we read any of our notes? Any of the notes, the things that we've been learning for what, 40 weeks? Have we read any? Have we gone back to look at any? Even our marriage project, everything. All the things we have been doing and learning. Have we read any of them? Have we meditated on any of them? Have we used them? You know, I, 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 and this is for all of us. I'm not, I'm not even excluding myself. This is for all of us. You know, I, I listened to someone and, and there was said something very, very important. I thought that was very interesting. That some of his morning devotions, he uses his notes from sermons, you know, like, you know, when he goes for services and, you know, takes those notes. He uses them during that week for morning devotions and meditates on them and learns from them. And I thought that was really, really hard because many times we don't go back to um, looking at the things that we've learned or the things we write down. We just write them down so people think we're writing or so people think we're learning and to make the preacher feel good. But really, are we, are we using those things? Are we putting them to practice? Are we growing spiritually? Are we growing? Remember the verse in Hebrews that uh, Pastor Femi has been using for the last few it's time for you now to be eating mature food. Still drinking milk. It's time for you to grow and start to teach others. But you still need to be taught. Are we growing? This year, have we grown spiritually? Whether it's in our prayer life, whether it's in our word life, have we grown? The things we're learning, are we doing? Are we putting them to work? Are we putting them to practice? Because it will show. Are we hearing from God? Are we obeying God? Have we obeyed God this year? Have we taken God's direction this year? Have we listened to the Holy Spirit this year? You know, James chapter 1, verse 8, he, he said, you know, when you, you hear and you don't do, that you're like someone who, who looks at themselves, you know, you look at yourself in the mirror and you walk away and forget what you do. You forget what you do. He says, don't be hearers only. Be doers. If you're here only, you're deceiving yourself. That word again, deceiving yourself. So let us be careful. So that's the first thing I wanted us to look at. And I want you to go back. And in fact, I want this month, I want you to really, really reflect and take action. Hallelujah. The second thing I wanted to, 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 I want us to reflect on is our purpose. How many of us truly know what God has put us on this day? Like, if we know it like we know our name. And that is how we should know it. If you don't know, 
you asked God this? Have you spent time with God? Have you spent time asking God, what do you want me to do? What is it you have brought me here? Because I believe God has um, a purpose for you and, and, and the different things God wants you to do in, in different seasons. 2021, parents. But what did you want me to do? What did you want me to accomplish for you? And don't forget, a purpose is not about you. So it's about others. Some impact God wants you to have. Hallelujah. And for those of us who say, okay, I know my purpose. What have we done with it? You know, there should be no way that passes without you putting a building block. Without you doing something in line with your purpose. No, they should pass. And you haven't done something because apparently so many of us do you know have a profession or work that is not really a purpose and that's okay some lucky ones actually get to do to work you know in line with their purpose so everything they do is in line with what God has asked them to do on this earth so that's excellent isn't it but some some, some other people are not that lucky. I don't know if lucky is the word. Or not that blessed. And they have to do a professional or a vocation that is not necessarily in line with their purpose. But that doesn't stop you from doing something. Whether it's praying, whether it's reaching out to someone, whether it's working on something, putting a building block into that thing. Because that is what God is going to look at. That is what is important. That is what God is going to church. Another thing about purpose is, are we doing these things urgently? Are we doing it urgently? We look back at this year and last year, how many lives young And it's just the end of time. It's not, it's not the end. It's just the end of, you know, time, the time you have on earth. So the time we have on earth is free. And the only way we can achieve what God has asked us to do is by using our time well. Using our time well. Because your time is your life. This is why you shouldn't waste your time. You shouldn't waste your time doing things that you don't need to. Because it is part of your life. It should hurt you when you waste your time. Should hurt you. That part of your life has gone and you've not used it well. Hallelujah. Are we working urgently? Are we working urgently? Hallelujah. It's something we need to really think about. And and you know, we're calling this looking forward. But for us to look forward, we need to look at what we have been doing so that we can know what to change we need to examine ourselves you know when you come to the doctors one of the things the doctor does is examine you because when he examines you first he asks you questions and then does a physical examination when he's able to do that assessment then the doctor would know what to do for you okay the doctor will know what to do for you come doctor i want to be well i just want to be well the doctor will start giving you things 
No, first he will take a history backwards. What has happened? Why are you here today? Then he'll examine you for signs. What can I see that gives me a clue as to what is happening in this book? And sometimes we ask you to do some investigation. Let's do some investigations and see further what is going on. And then we will know what to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what are we doing? And the last thing I want us to talk about today is family. 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 Are we invested? I had a story, I think last week. I had to go and look for it again because I... I thought it was very pregnant. Very, very interesting and important. And it was told, I think it was a novel state, novel speech of, of this man who used to be the CEO of Coca-Cola. And you know, it was online, I think, a few, a few weeks ago. So some of us might have seen it. And he said, imagine that your life is like juggling five balls. Five balls. And you know how, you know, those who juggle balls. And they're five. And you have to keep all of them in the air. You have to keep all of them in the air. And those five balls are um, your family, your health, your work, spirit, and your friends. So I'll say it's been like a spiritual life. That's sort of and you have to keep the five of them up in the air. He says you will find that the walk ball is a rubber ball. So that if it falls on the ground, it can bounce back again. But you see the four other balls, they are all glass balls. If they fall, they can be irrevocably scratched, shattered, Broken, cracked, you know, and you know, it could just be the end of things. You wouldn't be able to change it, you wouldn't be able to repair it. So he said, Think about this and live your life. So there are things that are more important than others, and one of those things is family. But today I want to, are we investing in our relationship? Are we taking the time? You know, I think about this so much because the truth is many of, many of us, me included, we spend a lot of time working. We, spend, we put in a lot of time, energy, resource, working. And that is the rubber ball. That is the ball that even if you leave it today, you'll be able to pick it up tomorrow. And then we spend less time investing in our families, in our loved ones, in the things that really matter, your spiritual life we've talked about. In your health, the things that really matter, we spend less time thinking and investing in these things. And these are the things we need to, I mean, we need to, as for many of us, we need to reorganize our priorities. And I'm not saying stop work or don't go to work. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm repeating. I'm not saying that, you know, we should stop going to work or, we should, you know, just stay at home. But what is very important, 
What are the things that are most important? What are the things that are most important? And, and you, you know, many people give the analogy of what are the things that would matter when you're in your deathbed? If you say, please, drive me my Tesla to be by my bedside while I'm dying. Nobody can say that. Even Elon Musk can say that. What are the things that would matter? Yeah. And that is even life. That's, for me, that's not even the picture. That is even life. What are the things that really matter in the grand scheme of things? These are things I've done. I, I recently uh, attended a, a, a funeral virtually and read this verse from Revelation and for the first time it just hit me differently on the day I've heard it so many times but that day it, it hit me differently and it's that blessed are those who die I'm going to paraphrase since they rest from their knees and their walks That is all you've taken. It is only your works that will follow up. Nothing else. So all these things that keep us up at night. Why? Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? Oh, my friend has this. So somebody has married. Oh, somebody has this and that. Not that they're not good. Not that God hasn't promised them. Of course, we've just finished promises, so we know what God has promised us. Hallelujah. But the grand scheme of things, it is only your works that will follow after you. You know, and we're discussing with our friends um, a, a few days ago. And, and they said, even those works will be tried by fire. So it's not anyhow work. Even the work that is going to follow you will be tried by fire. What is your life? Hallelujah. So I think it calls for true self-examination of what we have already achieved or done in 2023 and what God is calling us to do. I want to end by just us reading that verse we read again in um, Revelation at the end. God said, I cancel you to buy for me gold refined in fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed and that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salves that you may see. This is what I want us to reflect on. This is what God is saying to us. You think you have arrived. No, you haven't arrived. You need me. You need more. You need to see. You need to be clothed in white. You need gold refined in fire. That is Bless you, I love you. Your word, 
Thank you for your word. Father, give us grace. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Father. Help us. We cling to you, Lord. In you is life. In you is life. Show us what we should do. Give us the grace to follow you steadfastly. Let us walk in your ways. Let us do it. Thank you, Lord, for your thanks and faith in Jesus' name. Amen. So let us pray for our offerings, Lord. We thank you for everyone who's given the act of blessings for them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So don't forget, Pastor is starting a brand new series on Tuesday. You don't want to miss it. Please join us on Tuesday. All our services are by 8 UK time. So it's 9 Nigerian time now. I hope you don't forget. Hallelujah. All our services are going to be 8 UK time, 9 Nigerian time. Please join us and God bless you. Have a great week. Have a blessed week. Self-examine. But trust God that God is going to be moved to the next level. God bless you.